I'll have to check that out. And by check that out, I'll probably have you message me about it later and then mm-hmm. forget for six months and then eventually <laughs> look at it. So just to keep it real, that's what we do here at the Challenge Fandom Podcast. Oh, yeah. If you haven't been able to tell by this slow intro, it's very myopic. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to be honest, I don't understand when you use big words like that. So I'm going to take it as disrespect. <laughs> Just help me out. Let's get through this. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I mean, um, I was... listened to seven hours of Survivor podcast today, so I'm ready for to talk about the challenge. So. Yeah. <laughs> I to do my research because I do none. I listened to like a 90 second clip of Jordan and bananas talking about this last <laughs> week's or this last week's episode. So, you know, Perfect. I'm well prepared. You, you're didn't, ready. you didn't look into their personal lives, though. You know what? I didn't. I, I slipped up. This We're going to fail there. I slipped up. I didn't do my full research on everybody's fucking single decision they made. Yeah. Or friends that they have. I yeah. talked to Jordan for like three hours, like. A year ago, does that count? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, never talked to bananas, uh, you know. But I'm trying to get to know the dude. What up, though? Seven time. What up, though? Yeah, um, man, man. That's a no go on all of Australia that's left, including Grant. I don't know nothing about Grant, but you know who I want to see Apparently back on the flagship. Him, I want Grant Troy. back on the flagship. Yeah, and Troy. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's you heard about an IG. I promised Karina I would talk some shit about it. So <laughs> here we are. I haven't put a lot of thought into this. But oh, my God. What a friggin' We just. Wow. Yeah, it was good. We missed Corey on this one because Corey was going to have a heyday because he would have. Yeah. Very much like me. I did not know the definition of myopic when <laughs> she threw that out. And that's why I'm very happy Karina runs the IG because me, Tony and Joshua have been like, I don't know if I should go to Urban Dictionary or just Webster's. <laughs> But we figured it out. It took us about five minutes. We got that. <laughs> I still knew it was disrespect, though. Fuck you. <laughs> you know who I'm not going to say that to? Sarah Lucina. Hell yeah. She's a gentlewoman and a scholar. Humble nope. yet lovable. Yeah. But I'm still her favorite. Fuck off, Tony. I'm coming for that number one spot. Hive <laughs> <laughs> mind disconnected. Oh, oh no. It just got fucking real in the hood. <laughs> Speaking of, this episode's brought to you by Hood Oil. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm joking, it's not. Wow. It's brought to you off the fucking sweat and hard work of Karina, mine, and Tony's back. And sometimes Josh motherfucking Chambers. Motherfucking Chambers. And Corey the Raging Cage of Eator. Neither of those two are here tonight, so. They're not. We're going to be running this one over. Garden. Oh yeah, when you're there, you're fucking family, bro. <laughs> and don't forget El Pollo Loco, the crazy chicken. Yep. Still waiting for that check, bro. <laughs> I feel like Olive Garden should really do a partnership with the Fast and Furious saga. It, right? Family. Yeah. Family. Yeah. That's it what it's all about. Itself. It Look, really does. Yeah. I don't care. People can write in and say whatever they want about me, but don't say nothing about my fucking family, bro. And that means Tony <laughs> motherfucking Lance right now. And Josh <laughs> motherfucking Chambers and Corey motherfucking Viator mm. and Karina motherfucking Hayes. Because mm. you know what? Nothing comes before family. Nothing. Nothing. That was my best like fucking dramatic <laughs> intro. All right, let's get back into this. You know what I saw? Two separate families trying to control the challenge house this week. It was wild. It it was good. It was a good episode, though. I actually really enjoyed this episode. Fuck, I didn't do my research on Kellyanne. God damn it. Damn, man. You failed. I know. Shit. And we're about to worship, too. So, like, this is just, this is going to be all bad. I feel like we should be playing, like, what's his name? Like, Hozier or whatever his name is. Uh, take me to take church. me to church. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did I get that right, Tony? 
Yeah. Yeah, you did. Fuck yeah. I thanks for letting you. me use the brain that second. Because I was no feeling real insecure. I reconnected the hive mind just for that. I saw you were struggling. Thank you. Thank you, bro. No we're in we're not intellectual at all here. You know, we give no insight. None. I mean, goddamn. Some people. outside. Yeah, some outside. Yeah. We think inside of the box a lot. <laughs> inside. Inside. Yeah. The box. We're inside of it. Yeah. We did all of this for nothing if she doesn't listen. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> give a shit. We did it for all the people that got entertainment on our IG that day. Yeah. Obviously, if you want to not listen to the rest of this, we'll have a timestamp below for you to just get into the recap. But we're enjoying ourselves a bit. Yeah. But no, it was a good episode. I'm going to be honest, I'm a little suspect of the next couple episodes, though, because we got a daily and an elimination in one episode. Like, I'm <laughs> really suspect of what next episode holds. And I it's feel like be no eliminate. It's going to be a daily and and no, there's going to be there, no fucking elimination. There was a whole lot of conversation about that in this house on Wednesday night because we were watching it. And like, as the tension built and as we figured out who were potentially going into elimination, Sarah was like, are you serious? Are we not going to have an elimination again? She's like, what's the timestamp? And I looked and said, we have 12 minutes left. We can technically do an elimination in 12 minutes. Yeah. And then like exposition kept happening and we were down to about eight minutes. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if we can do an elimination in eight minutes because <laughs> if what's what I think is going to happen is going to happen. I don't know if you can do a Clash of the Titans in eight minutes. Yeah. And then. And I mean, it happened, but we were very worried that it was going to be a next week on. Mm, yeah. Sarah also gets points for my Sarah gets points for the, the quote of the episode, which was just, well, I guess next week's the finale because everybody else is medically DQ'd next week. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. So I have a prediction for this next episode because we got a daily and an limb in this one. I think we're going to get nothing but house scenes. No daily, no elimination. Really? Nothing but house scenes. Oh my God, I'll be so mad. I really don't believe that, but I just want to throw out that hot take real quick. <laughs> what if it happens? I, then I'm a fucking genius. I would like to see them do it previously on. If they do it previously on, that's the whole they episode. Just go right in, <laughs> and then they just go right into next time on. And it's like five minute episode. And that's all they drop. <laughs> that's all they <laughs> stay tuned next week for this next episode of the challenge. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That just it felt right. And I was rolling with it. I committed. <laughs> that's what happened. Dear all right. God. <laughs> Look, you guys tune into this shit. I don't know why. Oh. Like, it's just three friends talking shit about the challenge <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, we're like, contractually obligated to be here <laughs> by the Olive Garden, because when you're there, you're family. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when I kind of want to go to the Olive Garden now and eat El Pollo Loco. Just stand just, out front? <laughs> no, I want to go in and get salad and breadsticks and fucking eat some El Pollo Loco chicken. I think it'd be a great like mixture. A little Italian. Oh, okay. See, I thought you were just going to stand out front and just eat a fucking chicken leg. I'm not fucking homeless. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why am I going to stand outside of a fucking restaurant and eat a chicken leg from not that restaurant? <laughs> No, that's just I what I to thought you were saying. I was trying to rebel against the system and eat food from, from from one restaurant else in there. Yeah, it's like oh taking it into the theater. <laughs> no, that's not the same. 
<laughs> and you're not supposed to do that either. Yeah, and you're not supposed I to do that. But guess who does that all the time? <laughs> hey, Karina, grab the big purse. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> now they're going to listen and they're going to know the next time you go to the theater. Well, good luck because we're switching the theater we normally go to now. You don't know where we're going to be. We cover our tracks. Sometimes I make it look like I'm pregnant. You won't know. Oh my God. Anyways. You're a fool. I know. I've had a little bit too much fun tonight. <laughs> no, you ain't taking my foot room. I'm stretching out. <laughs> I know. I've already got yeah, my legs stretched bro, out too. No. I'm like, not today, bro. No, not I need, today. I need wiggle room yeah. right now, okay? Yeah. Poor Ahsoka. I know. She can't sit on her feet with all 90 pounds of her. <laughs> Good Lord. She's oh. built like a shit brick house. She's about <laughs> Four inches tall and 200 pounds. It's the wildest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) You didn't bat an eye at the four inches, though. (laughs) Couldn't convert that that one that quick. (laughs) That one just that one. How many feet is that? (laughs) Four if it's a dog. Times it by seven. 28. Oh my God. Should we do this intro or should you want me to keep going and give you more stuff? No, we can get going. Are you sure? Because I can fucking talk some more shit. (laughs) You're so stupid. stupid. I'm not the smart man, but I know what love is. (laughs) Fucking Forrest Gump for the killer every time. You all right over there? Are you even breathing? So one thing I am going to mention about this episode is the interns are getting a little bit lazy because I don't know if anybody else noticed, but I noticed they used the same exact percentages twice this week. Are you going to do like intros or anything? I might. I was just, I, I just you mean didn't for the know. Elimination? For the elimination and the daily. They were the same. I the specifically exact- took note in the elimination. I wasn't paying attention during the daily. But I took note in the elimination because I couldn't figure out where the 50% math came in to putting barrels in a tower. Someone got lazy. Mm-hmm. We're going to call him on it. That's what we do. You don't think we do insight, but we fucking do our research. There's a reason we have someone called Tony Stats and then another person called Info Lance. If you don't know, now you know. It's too much work for one person. Yeah, that's how much research we do. <laughs> We're looking to pay challenge stats a small fee to help us. And by a small fee, I don't, I mean, no money at all, because we don't pay for shit. (laughs) Including production. Karina does that shit for free. All right. Thank you, Karina. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to do this intro now. Maybe. (laughs) See if I want to talk more shit before we get going. (laughs) Would be someone's favorite. (laughs) Are your feelings hurt? No, no, not at all. I'm actually, look, I'm thoroughly blown away by the fact that anyone listens to us. Yeah. And when I say anyone, I mean, even myself, but the fact that some, some people on the show listen to us occasionally is fuck, man. It touches my soul. Makes me feel like I'm not a cold human being. Ahsoka, if you take my feet spot, I'm going to murder you. (laughs) Sorry. That was really bad timing, but All right, oh take God. two. <laughs> no, um, it truly, it, it really does. It blows me away the fact that sometimes people on the show listen to us, and yeah. I, I still don't understand why. Yeah, it's crazy. We're not good, <laughs> <laughs> but we're consistent. Yeah, we're here every week. We don't bring any quality, but we're consistent. <laughs> 
See, we fucking set the bar so low that we can't help but exceed it just by showing up. It's like you get what, like 30 points by just getting your name right on the SAT. That's like what we're doing every week. Sometimes we answer a question right and that's our challengers unplugged. That's that's what it is here. I actually found out that somebody that works with Sarah listens to us, which is pretty awesome. Oh, God, I am so sorry. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She didn't know that. I watched the challenge and Sarah was like, well, he's on a podcast and has been for like the last year. Oh, how funny. And oh, shit. So hi, Brian, when you finally catch up, All right. um, she is two weeks behind right now. So she is behind on the podcast as well, but she's been going through the episodes and catching up with what we're talking about, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. Well, Brianne, if you want insight on what this whole intro has been about, message the podcast page on IG and Karina will (laughs) fucking share the screenshots. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's only for Brianne. No one else. No one else. (laughs) No one else. (laughs) Special offer. Speaking of special offers, if you go to Olive Garden. Oh, my God. Hey everyone, this is Rick. Oh god, I fucked that up already. This is gonna be Your name night. is Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I yell it out the mic there. Can you stop, dog? Jesus. No, I can... she picks now to eat. Yeah, I'm picking that up through my mic, and my mic's not that good. <laughs> like I'm literally screaming into it right now, just so you guys hear me. <laughs> okay, whatever. You know what? This is real life. Hey everyone, welcome to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. Tonight we've got another episode of the Challenge Trash Talk Roundtable. Woo! Woo! We're going to be recapping the Challenge World's Global Championship Conglomerate. Episode 7. New (laughs) World Order. Oh yeah, brother. I just want to say really quick. Oh, I'm sorry. You can finish your intros. That's all I have. Oh, names. My name. Just so you know, is Ricky Hayes. Associate this voice with me, Ricky Hayes. My beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. She's going to be the one <laughs> laughing most tonight. And is also the only woman on the show. And also we have Tony Stats. Tony Stats, pr- please say something so they can associate your voice. Hello, everyone. And then we have Info Lance. Info Lance, can you say something for us? Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> We're the Challenge Fan of Podcasts. Glad you guys are joining us. Oh, my God. Just want to make sure because I have a very sneaky suspicion because of what you said that some people do mistake who's talking (laughs) because we don't do video and it's It's, all audio. It's going to be really weird when we do go to video to see like if everybody like had all the especially like the episodes where we have like all you guys on and then we have like guests on. And then like all this crazy shit. And then sometimes like the Brady Bunch. Jesus Christ. When a man met a woman. I don't even know if that's lyrics. Anyways, I'm going to be really upset if anybody mistakes me for fucking Corey because how dare you? I will never be a Saints fan ever. (laughs) I would rather die. Oh, my God. Well, he hasn't been on. I got to talk some shit. You know, he's got to have some motivation. I know, but he's working. He is working. He got stuck on the night shift because apparently two guys were fighting. I told him to start a fight with someone on the night shift so he would get moved. It hasn't happened yet. We're still waiting. He will make his triumphant return. Josh is out with a cold, so he didn't have his singing voice ready for tonight. And I don't know if he's caught up yet. 
but hopefully one day the fucking 17 musketeers will join forces again to bring you the challenge fandom podcast i'm just glad that my voice completely crapped out in the middle of the week Mm. yeah i think last week yeah last week was on my birthday and sarah had got covid that morning or that afternoon and then the next day i tested positive and then just like i remember that's the times i was the last one standing for a full like 12 hours yeah Ah, fuck almost made it almost yeah i I think I've only caught the Rona once, but I'm not sure. And that's not really what we're here to talk about tonight anyways. I definitely know that I did not get that, catch that previously. There were a couple of times where I was like, do I have it? Would test, it would come back negative. And then testing positive and feeling as terrible as I did, I was like, yeah, I definitely did not have it any other time but this week. Knock on wood. I didn't get that sick from it. I just had like really bad congestion and then drainage but that's another story for another time if you want to know that message Karina on the IG as well she'll tell you all about it oh my god (laughs) anyways um (laughs) let's get into this episode like I said episode seven the new world order just in case you didn't hear my impression earlier little Hulk Hogan yeah brother oh my god so literally so when we put the episode on on Wednesday night and like I went to the you know the little menu on Paramount plus and I went to the episode and I went to hit play and Rick looks up at the TV and he goes, the new world order. Is that really the title? And I was like, yeah, that's the title. <laughs> Just saying you can do better. You can do better. Get Richard die trying. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Hate it or love fuck. it. The underdogs on top. Yeah. Fuck, man. Love it or list it. <laughs> Fucking house hunters. Argentina. Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> Olive Garden, when you're, you're your family. <laughs> the people who are newer listening to us are, are probably so confused when we make our Olive Garden joke. I don't know what episode it is. You're going to have to listen have to no the whole catalog either. to find it, but we talked about it for a good month and a half, two months straight, and I feel like it's coming back. Yeah, it was good. I feel like it might have started on Alex's first episode. Or right have. around then. Because I'm pretty sure my desk was over on that side of the room. I think so. Yeah, it was a yeah. while ago. It might have been right around the CT interview. Who knows? Go listen to that one, too. <laughs> it could have been when we talked to Corey. Go listen to that. You can find it. <laughs> when we talked to Corey. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you haven't, go listen. Corey Wharton, y'all. If you're paying attention. What? what? He's a little busy right now. Just going to let that busy. marinate. Anyways, busy? let's get to this one. Like yeah. I said, New World's Order, Episode 7. Leading in from last week, we saw the preview and it led right in where uh, we get Tristan, Kellyanne, Jody and Benja start talking, talking about how they're seeing the USA implode and that they want to join forces and work together, create their own little alliance there. They're, it's not quite an island. It's almost like a peninsula. Mm. <laughs> but I think it's a smart move. I mean, they have to do it. They don't yeah. have a choice. My question is, is. At that point, wouldn't you think they would already have some other names of people they wanted to work with? I, I think they, they did. Do. Yeah. Like it was they were having that conversation. It seemed like they were having that conversation. because really that was the opportunity that they had to talk together away from everyone else. Mm-hmm. But Kellyanne even said, like, there are other people that they are able to work with or that they w- would be working with in that situation. Right. And I mean, really, when the. Other Alliance is so overt in like who's involved. It's pretty easy to just kind of round up 
the rest of the crew, or at least it's pretty easy to decide that that's your best option. It might not be easy to get everybody on the same page, mm-hmm. but it's got to be pretty easy to be like, cool. So if we all band together, we outnumber them or at least match them. Right. Yeah. And that's true. And look, I, we talked about last week. It's if you can get the right people, if you can get a Jordan and Kaz to join in on this, you have a really solid group right there that could go really far in the game. And that's one of the ways we see certain people getting to the end of this game. Doesn't mean they're going to, but that's just what we've kind of talked about. Did you guys catch that conversation that Tori and Justine were having? I Yeah, of course I caught it. I've, well, I'm just introing into it. I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity to talk about it because I yes. know you have it on your notes. No, of course. Yeah, no, I, I actually enjoyed this moment, not even for the conversation that Tori was having with Justine. But for the simple fact that Bananas was hiding in the closet behind Tori the whole time. And at first, I thought Tori, like, was aware that Bananas was, like, just being a weirdo back there. You know what I mean? But then, like, she's sitting there talking to Justine. And then all of a sudden, like, he pops out. And he's like, well, maybe if you were a better partner. (laughs) And she, like, (laughs) got all scared. Like, she did not know he was back there. And it fucking, it made me laugh. But I thought that whole interaction was, was funny. And I enjoyed it. but. I didn't know that she didn't know he was back there. <laughs> That's what that smell is. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that Justine's response was, I don't claim him. I don't claim him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was solid. I it liked it. Good, yeah. Um, it, it's just one of the few playful moments we've actually seen this season. So I thought yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah, we're and that's the thing is we're not getting a lot of, like you said, like those playful moments or the friendships, like the interactions that we're seeing are like all game related. They're all game talk and game related, you know. So, yeah, it was just it was a it was a very light hearted, fun scene, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, absolutely. So and I like how the fact is, you know, as we get to this point in the season, like midway, a little bit past midway, the teams, some of them have you know, made some chemistry amongst each other. Mm. You know, we talked about last week with Alex, we were having trouble telling both names. We were combining them like Tanny. <laughs> there was a few others. Which one did you guys like more? Bustine or just Nana's? Just, definitely just, just Nana's. Nana's. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Bustine's not bad, but it's not good. It's, either. Not, it's good. not good either. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not good. It's yeah. Her immediate visceral reaction kind of says it all. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah no, it, but you know what? Kudos to bananas on that. Cause I don't think I could have done that on the spot right there. I would have bananas. Yeah. I would have <laughs> mean like a pen and a paper, and, you know, like <laughs> front and back. And then I could have come up with something. Just try to say them both together really fast and you'll come up with something like Tanny or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't remember the other ones. CEO. Last no, week. that doesn't feel right. That doesn't. Sarah. Sarah. Ooh. That's weird. Too. That is I don't too. Like that. Both of those are wrong. Those are really. Yeah. 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 Some people's names should just not be combined. Yeah, Sarah isn't Sarah and Theo's names just those are ones that shouldn't be combined. They'll just stay Sarah and Theo. Those are easier to say too than like bananas and Justine. Like that's a full ass like that's a mouthful. Shut up. <laughs> Shut I don't even have to say I, anything. I hate you so much, I swear. Why? Anyway, moving on. Okay. Moving on. Move on. I don't know what happens next. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Despite the fact that Durrell is a big name, that he's not considered a big name. And by that, I mean that as a compliment because he's able to fly under the radar a bit more. Yeah. Because in other seasons, a Durrell is going to stand out. But because of how the dynamics in the house have kind of broken down, 
it seems like he's able to fly just under the radar, but he and Kiki are a really strong team, mm-hmm. but they just aren't being looked at the same way as like, for example, a Kellyanne and Tristan or a Ben and Jody, right. right? Where their names keep coming up as somebody that you want to get rid of from like the USA side. And then the flip is like Jordan and Kaz you don't have Darrell and yes coming up, despite the fact that they're paired with like Emily and Kiki, who are both really strong competitors and like Troy and Bamber, they were told by Ben that they were at the bottom of the Australians, but that doesn't mean that they're at the bottom of the house. Like they are also a good team, but I mean, there's no bad teams and there hasn't been from the beginning but looking at the teams at the start of this episode, as everybody went to the daily, it was really clear that like there there are no bad teams. And I'm going to be sad whenever any team goes out at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and kind of going to your point about Darrell, I think I mean, I think that speaks to the fact that like, again, Darrell plays a really quiet game. And I think he's yeah. way more connected in this house than what it seems because as far as like Bamber and Troy go obviously like Darrell's got a connection with Bamber and then if you really think about like you know and this is kind of actually kind of touching back to your original point about Kellyanne Tristan Jody Benha alliance being made here in the beginning of the of the episode Darrell had the chance when the stalemate happened to throw Mm -hmm. Tristan Kellyanne down there or Jody Benha down there against Wes and Zara and he didn't he, he kept them safe and he put down yep. Ben and Casey. So that right there shows some sort of, you know what I mean? Or at least I don't want to maybe say they were in an alliance at that point, but they were at that level of respect where they weren't going to where he wasn't going to say their names. So yeah. I think that Darrell is much like you, it, like you're saying, like he's playing a very quiet game and he's very good at it because even though he's playing quiet, he's still very well protected in the house. And there are people that want to work with him and don't want to see him go home. And so I really like to see that. So here's my thing with Darrell is I think Darrell is a very interesting situation because he's one of the veterans that doesn't have 20 years, even though he's got four, four wins, right? Like right. he yeah. got those four wins, did fresh me too, and then was gone for what? Like 10 years, 10 years was just gone. And then yeah. he pops up on an, what invasion pops up on dirty 30 and then he's gone again. Yeah. And then he gets back on total madness and he's shown up a couple times since then. So he doesn't really have those connections with the vets. So I think that's, but they still have that respect for him. So that's why he's able to play like kind of that lay low mm-hmm. game. And yeah, you know, maybe some of these vets remember seeing him and equating him to the physical dominance that we kind of equate CT to, you know? Right. Yeah. And that's kind of how I look at it. That's, yeah. that's my myopic view on it. <laughs> really quick, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. So we get a scene of Ben laying in bed saying that he feels like something is wrong with his body and he hasn't been sleeping very good, but he's just kind of trying to like brush it off or whatever. I just want to get your guys' feel on this because I, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel in this moment. And it's like, especially with the next time on, like I, there's just, and I know there was like, four different people who talked about how they're not feeling good in this episode. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. What do you guys think? Is Ben going to be, is he going to repeat USA or? I hope that, I hope that he doesn't get the crown of like the nom of 
yeah, USA of the slash world because like so fucked up. I like Ben and I like seeing Ben play and I like the way that Ben plays. Yeah. And I won't lie when they when he had that moment there because he was in a confessional where like they had a shot of him laying in bed. But then it was also the confessional um, because that was actually something that I wrote down where it was like Danny says that he doesn't trust Ben. And then Danny like slides off the screen and Ben comes on the screen. And he's like, I don't trust Sarah or Danny. Yeah. And then he said that he doesn't feel well, but and that his body hurts. But that right now his main focus is Casey and him and that's who he's concerned about and i think that at least based on the edit he's one of the few people who has actually voiced that he doesn't care about the country lines he cares about him and his partner and how they're going to do because Mm -hmm. really like you can it doesn't matter who's at the final if you're not also at the final exactly yeah you have to get yourself there. And I, I like, I know that's not exactly the question that you asked, but no, you're good. I, I like that. That's the way that Ben's thinking. And that's the way that Ben's looking at the game and all these different styles of gameplay can absolutely work together in one house. It's just that they're going to come to a head several times before you hit a final, like people like Danny, who understandably don't want to run a final against Jordan. Right. And then you've got Ben, who his main focus is getting to the final. He doesn't really care who's on either side of him when he does. And then you've got Tori, who wants to get there with people like Jordan and Bananas and people that she knows and trusts. So completely different styles of gameplay. I hope that we get to see Ben's play out to like the full extent and that it doesn't get cut short again yeah because we've yet to actually see what he can do in a final yeah and that's my thing too is i also got to remind myself that like it's not it's it's not like his his season was ended before on like week two or something you know it was it was ended at the start of the final um which still sucks you know what i mean but yeah i don't know i just i really hope that this doesn't affect him whatever's going on with his body you know he's able to continue playing when you said in the moment, are you asking me how I felt in the moment he said this or in the moment after I watched the in, next on? Just in the moment he said this. In the moment he said this, I did not take it as him feeling ill. I took it as him feeling stressed out about the situation in the house with Danny, mm. Sarah. Same. Because later on, he says almost verbatim, I don't want to play a liar's a manip- or lying or manipulative game. That's why I'm trying to get Sarah out. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I think. And not to say she is playing that game. That's the game she's playing from his perspective. Right, right, right. Because right. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I haven't seen her lie about how she's playing this game. It seems like her and Danny are playing it pretty straightforward and loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least from the edit we're seeing. You yeah. Know what and I mean? that's the thing is we don't know all the things that, you know, conversations, things that were talked about. Um, you know, we don't we don't know everything and we don't know both sides. And it, it just is what it is. That's how Ben feels. Yeah, I mean, it, it does, but we're going to get into it more when we get to the next on. Portion. Yeah, and, and, and I think you're right. Like when I first saw it, I was just like, oh, like, I wonder what's wrong with him. Because he said, like, I feel like something's wrong with my body. And so I was like, oh, I, yeah. I, I wonder what's wrong with him. But then after I saw the next on, I'm like, dude, please, just not, not again. Yeah, no, no and like, I I'm just thinking about it now, like that we're talking about it. I don't actually I think that this is the first season in a fairly long time 
that everybody's game is just on front street. Like they're yes. being super upfront about what they want and how they're doing it to the point where they're openly having conversations and disagreements at deliberation at the table. I, I think that I think, but I think that one that's due to the format because they're forced mm-hmm. to vote openly. And I love these open house votes. I know yes. I've said it a hundred times before, but these open house votes where you have to vote in front of the rest of the cast. I love these because it creates authentic drama. It's not this like forced bullshit yeah. that nobody really cares about. And number two, I also think that this is happening because people like Danny and Sarah have forced it to happen because of how loud and hard they came in with their plan. You know what I mean? And they've had to be loud in order to be heard because if they weren't loud, the the legends were just going to overpower them, you know, and, but they've been extremely loud, which has forced the legends to try to be louder too. And it's forced everybody to kind of pick a side Except for Ben and Casey, who keep just kind of riding there in the middle, well, no, you know, but I feel like they have picked a side, but they still like, I don't know. Ben has picked a side. We'll get into it. And yeah. Ben's side is him and Casey. It, yeah. I agree. And, yes. and that's why I'm saying like, and, and I know the boxing analogy wasn't great, but it was the best way I could think of the way this game's being played is Danny and Sarah are playing kind of a louder game, like we've all just said, and it's like throwing a jab. It's very obvious that they're constantly trying to do something. Mm -hmm. And Ben and Casey are playing this more reserved game, backing up, backing up. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. And then when it comes down to it, nope. And that's the counterpunch, right? right? And they're playing the game the best that they can for themselves and very much similar to what Kellyanne did this week. Mm. You know, which we'll get into, but we did have the daily come up. And I know last week I was like, I like these really simple dailies where they just have to do this because it's entertaining and they're not riding on a car. This daily was fucking boring as shit. I won't lie. I fucking loved it. I love the idea of it, but like maybe it was because it's in a tunnel and it's dark and they just have glow sticks. It didn't play well to the audience. Yeah. Like I had no how no fucking clue how many flags they saw. Yeah. Not a fucking idea. Yeah, exactly. It was just it was a weird concept to do dark with glow sticks. Like I'm sure it was badass for them to like do that. But it's just like it's it's so hard to like engage with a scene like that. Well, on it, TV. I don't know. I looked at it as like every time that we saw in the tunnel, I looked at it as a strategy session more so than a daily. So like when Sarah and Ben Howen in, right, they're looking through and then Sarah points out a flag and she says to Ben, Ha, like, I'm helping you, right? Like you see that I am helping you right now. And then they like, they start working together. They start working collaboratively, but she's very adamant of like, we, I may have voted for you in the past, but right now, like we are working together. We are doing this together. And then Ben and Danny, despite being at absolute odds as far as trust go, they had the best communication in the tunnel from what we saw in the edit and the best way to approach it. They both picked a side and they scanned in tandem the exact same way the entire way through. And then when you look at some of the other people that struggled a bit more when they got up to the boards, you saw that when they cut down to in the tunnel, they were a lot more sporadic with the yeah. um, the glow sticks. So it was really for me, it was really interesting to watch to see who worked together, who may have had less trust in one another or who was like, I'm going to 
decide to trust this person in this moment because it's the best thing for my game, which would be like your Ben and Danny, where they're like, I can't cover the whole tunnel by myself. So I have to just rely on this person who I may not totally trust that they're telling me the truth because I'm telling them the truth. So that's the best thing that I have. But then I, I think it might've been whoever it might've been Justine, whoever was in with her. They, it looks like there was a rave because they were just going back and forth on either side and all over with the glow sticks. So yeah. yeah, I just found it, I found it was interesting to see how everybody interacted in the tunnel and not only who helped to, but who like made it apparent that they were helping each other. It just, it lacked something for me. I mean, it yeah. just, I, I mean, like, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to take away from what you're saying, Tony, but oh, yeah, absolutely. It, to me, it was just like, I don't know, man, maybe if there was like a little bit more of a run to it or I, it just seems so abrupt about everything. And then because they're filming in a tunnel, you're either getting these really fucking distant shots. And then when you're getting these distant shots, you're seeing the other camera because the other camera is right up on the <laughs> two contestants. Like, Rick, if Rick turns to me and he's like, who else is in the tunnel with them? I was like, uh, probably producers yeah. and other camera guys. And he was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I was yeah. like, yeah, I just got caught on the film. I you know, but it kills they, the they illusion. That. Yeah, it, it, it exactly. kills the illusion. And that's kind of part of the issue with me. But I, I also want to say really quick that I think that a lot a big part of my issue and possibly maybe even part of your issue is that right off the bat, I didn't like this daily because I automatically do not like dailies where only one of the people is like competing or participating in the activity. Yeah. I don't like this. Like the legends just get the fucking chill and just sit tied up to Unless a fucking yes. pole. And we're going to get to that because I'm not That's so super happy about that either. Super impressive though. Yeah. Um, Anyways. <laughs> ridiculous. But yeah, I, I did find it funny, though, that the comment that Jody made to Theo when like they were like tied up on the pole, like waiting yeah. for their partners. And she's like talking about how she feels nervous or whatever. And he's like, probably because you don't have any faith in your partner. And she like turns and looks at him and she's like, do, do you want me to kick you in the nuts right now? Because I think I can reach around. And I was like, fucking get his ass, Jody. <laughs> I liked how she was like, we could try to untie each other. <laughs> you know, I was like, fuck yeah, Jody, do it. My best, to me, the best part of the Jody's whole scene was when Ben Ha fucking timed out. Uh, and he was like, I can tell she's really upset he, in the confessional. She's like, but I was really calm. He's like, it was in your eyes. Your eyes speak a lot. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, they did. Jody's Jody's expressions well, will you, tell a story. You saw her expression, like the camera panned to her as soon as TJ like blew that horn and she was getting let out of the chains. And even I saw it on her face like she was pissed. Yeah, yeah you well. know, and that's the problem, too. Right. Because the success or failure, like you said, is all on one person. Oh, it's supposed to be. I thought it was. I thought it was. And I think everybody else thought it was, too. You know, I did like that. Danny fucking was joking with Tori. And he's like, I just leave you locked up in here. I know. She's like, you, you, you would want you do want to do that, don't you? <laughs> if they could ever get on the same page, their humor would play well off each other. Dude, if they could ever uh, yeah. get on the same page, they'd be such a badass team. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Unstoppable. Which we'll get into more later. Yeah. <laughs> um, Danny and Ben did seem to have the best strategy out of everybody. I'm, honestly, yeah. I'm just surprised that they both came out of that tunnel alive. Like that. I'm just I, I was I, very impressed with that. I think if this daily was next week after what happens in the votes, yeah. maybe. I, th I thought we were just going to see Danny come like climbing up out of the tunnel and then everybody's just sitting there like, 
where's Ben? Ben's fucking <laughs> go down there. He's like knocked out, just laying down in the tunnel. <laughs> Who's Ben? Right. Ben? Who? Ben? I went ben? down there by myself. What? <laughs> I would also like to say that Casey saying Ben is good at math is like an understatement based Holy on the elimination shit. and then this daily. Dude, like, flew. I realized they weren't top two, but he fucking flew through the math. I was shocked they weren't top two. And I, I know mean, that so editing. But I, I know that editing can like, she did, play a yeah, part Sarah, into it, but I thought yeah. really at the end of the day, I thought it was going to come down to Ben, Danny, Sarah. That's who I thought it was coming down yeah. to the way they edited that. Yeah. How fast they all finished. But who knows? Maybe Ben and Danny took a little bit longer in the tunnel because they were being extremely thorough. They were. Yeah, yeah. that's very true, too. Um, I do want to say, though, really quick. And we actually got this um, this comment on our on our Instagram page. I don't remember who it's from and I can't pull it up right now because I can't get on my Wi-Fi. Or I'm going to fuck shit up. First world problems. <laughs> but the freaking like captioning the bugs and shit like it totally oh took God, me back yes. to the fucking cows, the ride or die cows. Yeah. And I was like, I, I actually like this. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it, I, I don't know. It, it just adds something different to it. Like, I just thought it was fun. It's another just stupid, goofy scene, but it just kind of makes the show a little more like, I don't know, like it, real, it, I jovial. guess. Like, I don't yeah. know. It, it, it reminds you that it's not so serious. Like it's a how many reality TV yeah, show. And like how many times you walk around like captioning like the world around you for like your dog Every or your cat second. or like whatever. Like it's relatable yeah. to like give captions to animals. You know what I mean? Or like caption what you think they're saying or thinking or whatever. And so it just I really enjoyed that. Um, and I wanted to shout that out because we like I said, we got that commented on our page i actually think we got it on our facebook a couple times too so, so anyway um so to just mention about who captioning um i it's not exactly challenge related but we talked about this a while back about how some people don't have a monologue and they just go yeah. through without hearing a voice and that's wild to me because every moment of the day i'm like playing the day out <laughs> in my head yes non-stop yep. it's just do do ricky does this ricky yeah. types on the keyboard ricky gives the key the space bar a kiss you know, that, that kind of shit. But anyways. Oh, my gosh. Um, Tony, real quick, because I have an important point about different subject as soon as you get done with your take. What was my take? I don't know. You wanted to talk about Karina and, and the captioning of the bugs. I saw it. I saw it. The hive minding, I thought. Oh, no. I just agreed that it, I enjoyed it. Hive mind still disconnected. We'll check back later. Okay. Um, so here's Josh with the weather. <laughs> It's going to be slightly sunny with a chance of rain. Um, Depending where you are. <laughs> anyways, uh, you were talking earlier about how Darrell, you know, kind of plays this quiet game, right? Yeah. But I thought his confessional in this where he's he's like, we got to win this because I don't know where I stand with bananas. And it's like, how the fuck as a four time champ and a vet, you don't know where you stand with other vets. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's Darrell's fault. That might be bananas fault. Because we've seen it the last couple seasons where it feels like Bananas only reaches out to people when, when, it, when he, he needs, needs to. He yes. needs them. Not when it's building. And that's where Wes, I think, does have the advantage. Wes gets a little bit yeah. more unlucky in certain situations or overplays his hand. Mm -hmm. But he's better at building those relationships. Because, you know, this is a situation where he could have built something two weeks ago and had a strong alliance and had the numbers to do whatever he wanted to do in this vote in my opinion yeah so just putting that out there do you guys think i'm wrong do you think they that bananas or Darrell should be working together should not be working together i don't know like and that's the thing is it's 
it's kind of one of those things like, does Darrell really want to work with bananas though? Like, do you want to work yeah. with the seven time champ? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? And I, and we've already said before, like we just were talking about it like 10, 15 minutes ago about how, you know, like Darrell does have connections in the house, but they're not necessarily with the vets because he did take such a big portion of the challenge off where a lot of these people really like bananas, like main portion of his whole career. But Darrell wasn't there for a large yeah. portion of it. You know what I mean? And like a lot of these newer players, like, you know, like Tori and stuff. Well, I guess maybe not Tori because Darrell was on on her first season of Dirty 30. Not so. for long. Not for long, but he was there, Um, you know, but but we were just talking about how he's not he doesn't have that relationship with the vets because he and and think about it like ever since he's come back you know we've talked about this before it's not like he's performed in this more modern era the way that he did previously so i don't know like it just i just think it's one of those things like you said where bananas will work with him when he needs him and other than that it's going to be up to Durrell and you know to like strike up that like alliance if it's there and I just don't think that Darrell's interested in working with Bananas this season. I think he was more interested in sending him home. So I have kind of a bold claim that I say with love. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel, having watched this episode play out, and I've thought about it a little bit since, I feel like Bananas and Tori are the two that are really like championing this that's sticking together, picking off the quote unquote weak that they perceive to be weaker or that aren't with them. And it doesn't seem like anybody else is like Bamber is working with Troy and Troy's alliances. And then you've got yes and Durrell who are doing the same thing. They're sort of backing the play of their MVPs. And even like John A, like John A was playing her own game. She was sort of working with like Danny and Sarah because Grant was working with Danny and Sarah. But other than Tori and Bananas, because even Jordan isn't really doing it. You don't see a lot of them that are just being like, we need to stick together. We need to continually throw the same people in, blah, blah, blah. They're the ones that are championing this, like the way that it's been played versus a lot of the other vets are sort of playing the this is how this game is being played. And I think that that really comes to a head like post daily. But it's something that I, I had sort of I've been noticing. And obviously, I adore Tori and I enjoy bananas on the show and like I enjoy what they bring to the show. But I feel like they are the two that are sort of really spearheading this. And I, that could be why Darrell doesn't know where he stands with him. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's bananas is a kind of guy that even if you're not working with him, you want to know what he's kind of going through or thinking. Yeah, he's earned that influence, right? Um, especially with the vets that are in the house. And and typically in most seasons, he could say something and influence something fairly well. We saw it on Ride or Dies. Yeah. So not to say that Darrell needs to be buddy buddy with bananas, and and they you know start becoming you know db or bd whatever you want to call it bananas and Darrell. but you would think he'd want to have a good idea on look bananas isn't going to want to throw me in because he knows there's going to be repercussions behind it yeah yeah just putting that out there yeah i mean 
I see where you're coming from, but I, I still think that like, I think that's just kind of like a known thing. I don't think that has to be something that's fed between veterans like Durrell and Bananas. You know what I mean? Like, I think Bananas knows if he throws Durrell in and Durrell comes back, he's coming for his ass and vice versa. I don't think that's something that needs to be said. I think that, you know, it's more of a, is he target, is he currently targeting me thing? And then obviously with what ends up happening later in the episode, that's exactly what they were planning to do. So it's like, he's just, I don't know. I just, I don't see anything well, wrong with the fact that Darrell was not working with bananas and was not interested. What in, about if I in, flip it the other way, why wasn't bananas working with Darrell? But why, I don't know. Because then I that, just don't this whole situation weird. doesn't happen. That's what I'm saying is you have these two OGs. And if they don't keep if they keep a fucking line of communication, this situation doesn't happen. Right. Because if they are open about it, he's not going to say, well, let's throw bananas or let's throw Darrell in. And then when it flips Maybe over, it's fucking bananas. Like, it's like there's yeah, it's like there's almost because it's so common for the vets to just automatically band together, go against the rookies. It's almost like the vets have an un, rather than having an unspoken agreement, they have an unspoken truce where it's like, I won't go for you. You won't go for me until one of us does the respecting between the two. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not. And that's my thing is it's interesting to see the gameplay amongst the vets. And that's what I'm saying is it to maybe add on and maybe I'm not enunciating it right or putting it out there right because I'm a little high. I've drank a little bit. I've gone through a lot of stuff in a small amount of time and all fucked up. All right. <laughs> but you would think that there would be that respect where they would want to say, Hey, look, we're going to do this either right before the final or at the final, like what we saw in invasions and different things like that. Just yeah. like, bananas isn't going to take the shot at jordan right now we know he wouldn't take the shot at jordan right now he would wait till a little bit later take that shot right before just like you know they took that shot at bananas at the end you know what i mean and rider dies and you would think that there that would work and that would play to bananas and what tori are trying to do like work with these people and they're not and so it feels like they're being left on that island and now getting gonna be picked off yeah and i see where you're coming from Number one, I think that it's really hard, like, especially as like a fan who is especially coming off a what, 21 or 22 episode season. It's hard to be on episode seven and realize that we're actually pretty <laughs> fucking close to the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's only 12 yeah. episodes, so we're actually pretty fucking close to the end. And we have no idea whether the final is a two episode final or, or whatever. All I know is there's 12 episodes. So like. We're, we're pretty fucking close. So, you know, I think that that is started kind of starting to go out the window anyway. You're running out of people to, you know, vote for, especially when your partner, you know, like Tori, this comes a little later, you know, after the daily or whatever. But we have that moment where, you know, Tori's trying to get the whole USA team to agree to just go with the, the Jody Benha and the Darrell Kiki thing. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, we're all Team USA. Woohoo, woohoo. And then it cuts to everyone, a single one of their confessionals. Everybody's pretty much like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck them, fuck her. Like, you know, so it's like it, nobody is on board with Team USA, but they're all saying that they are. And I just, I think that, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Okay. Sorry. No, it's fine. Let's keep it pushing because we can't come up with an answer or a question to this. So, <laughs> um, 
So the next people up were Emily and Yes, and obviously oh, one of the most impressive parts of this whole fucking episode was on Yes's part. Uh, yeah, Emily's basically saying, "Hey, this is uh, 170 times seven and Yes is like, oh, no, no, no. "Rain Man gives her an answer. It's fucking right." And he goes all the way down the board. And look, spoiler, they fucking win because of this. It's that quick how Yes is spitting out these answers. Because there is an unedited scene. There's no cut where she asks a question and he gives the answer. And it's literally five seconds. Yeah. Like, and you're watching everybody else over there, like, carry the one, cross that out. It's an architect. Like, you know. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. Your dude's fucking That's on easy. another level of <laughs> intelligence. Yeah. Easy for architects. Like, no, it's not. I know architects and it's not all easy. Like one of my best friends is an architect. I could ask him that. and He'd be like, I don't know, Billy. Just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. You think Josh could do that? And, and no, I don't. But I'm also <laughs> saying Josh sits in an office and does graphic design right now for work. He doesn't. He's not an architect right now. Just saying, he does architectural work sometimes. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyways, this is a different question. <laughs> Moving guys- on. Yes is amazing at math, but was this obviously it wasn't against the rules, but it sure as fuck sounded like it should have been against the rules. And like Jordan tried to help Kaz. I I, I understand, but I'm just <sighs> saying, like when TJ says the MVPs have to do this alone. And then she does nothing but run through a tunnel. It just makes me curious. Like it makes it me feel like alone. it's it makes me feel like it's one of those situations like and Darrell explained it before. And I can't remember the exact thing that he said, but pretty much like do now ask later. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously they let him get by with it. I personally, as a fan, I did not like this. I feel like because obviously. Emily, yes, and Sarah Theo were the top two for winning. And I honestly feel like it should have gone to Sarah Theo just because she literally didn't do any of the math portion at all. And it just it just feels like it just felt like she didn't actually do the challenge. And then they got the win off of that. Well, I mean, look, at at the end of the day, they had, you know, the 50 percent math, 30 percent memory and 20 percent speed locked in. I mean, there's no argument to that. And it could have been TJ explains the thing. They call cut. Somebody raises their hand and be like, can we help with math? And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. But then why wouldn't ever like, why wouldn't Jody have helped Ben Ha? Why wouldn't Jordan have continued to Maybe help? Maybe they're Kaz? all really like, shit at math. Jordan's not shit at math. And so, neither is Jody. No, but the line that Jordan has, what's seven times six? Oh, shit. <laughs> Like he knew it was a wrap. It It was was done. done. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Kaz for not stopping though. She kept trying. She She went down that tunnel twice. Did anybody else go down that tunnel? Anybody else did? That's yeah. You didn't see it in the edit, but they they focused on Troy and Kaz going back in potentially just to like illustrate that Kaz and Jordan came in last or didn't get it right. But I don't know if anybody else had to go down twice. Yeah, I don't I don't know either, but I will say when this um, when this round started, the only thing I could think is, holy fuck, thank God Bamber is on the legend side and doesn't have to do the math. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, thank God for her and Troy or they were done. I started doing the math of the pairs and I was like, okay, Bamber's attached to the pole. Yep. Perfect. (laughs) Wonderful. Perfect. I'm sure she was so fucking happy. Like, could you. Wes and Zara. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I know. They would have came in last. I, I really think so. 
kidding. Maybe not. You could probably shout out to Wes. I don't know, Wes. because we don't know if she's good at math. Well, she said she wasn't good at math. No. That's why she had... But she said uh, she wasn't good at math because of dyslexia. So she's yeah. But she also said that she like she does brain puzzles and everything like that to try mm-hmm. to offset it. Right. So I mean, we don't know how it actually end up on the day, but it would. I would say like if I were yes, I would be like shitting bricks, knowing that I know how to do it as well as yes does. If they didn't have the possibility of helping, mm-hmm. yeah. Like if he knows all those answers and he just has to sit there and not say anything and hope that she figures it out if she's not good at math, which I don't know. Clearly. Look, I'm going to I'm going to say this. If I were going to say in the beginning of the season, Emily and yes, either win a swimming daily or a math daily. Which one would you choose? A swimming daily. I know it's just that's why I fucking love the challenge because nope. Olympic swimmer does not win that one, but math, you got it. Got it. Got yeah. it in the bag. Winner, winner, oh chicken dinner. God. Yeah, but that's because she didn't account for Kellyanne. Um, well, I'm just going to obviously close this out with Jordan and Kaz end up getting last mm-hmm. place because they didn't get as many of the flag numbers right compared to jo- uh, Jody and Benja. Um, so they're Georgia. Georgia. I'm just I'm all over the place tonight. I'm sorry, folks. I was just trying to put their names together in Georgia. I don't know. Joha, Joha's kind of cute. Bendy, mm, no. no, no. I like Joha no. better. Joha, Joha. So, yeah. Right. So they had Joha had more flags right than than Cadden. Jazz. 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 No, they have, no. They've dubbed themselves Jazz, All right, jazz. already online. Jazz. They've already dubbed All right, themselves. So jazz. they had more flags right than Jazz. So Jazz is going into elimination regardless of what happens. So Danny's getting his wish. Jordan's going in. And now you're getting your wish. And you wish. know what? He didn't even have to. Fu- Tori didn't have to fucking vote for him. And you know what? I you know guys, she's sad, but at least she didn't have to vote for him. She didn't, you know, and it's kind of the best situation for this pairing other than unless they get voted in. Yes, that's the only thing. Yeah, yeah she did say she was very worried about that. Yeah. Now, I will say I for- I got when they announced it was between Sarah and Theo and Emily. And yes, I was like, cool. Well, the USA Alliance is safe. And then I promptly forgot that fact and then got worried later when, spoiler alert, Sarah and Theo got put up for potential going into elimination. And I was like, oh, no, what if they put them in instead of bananas? And then when TJ said Emily, I was like, right, they're friends. Never mind. Yeah. But for <laughs> that whole buildup, I was like, oh, shit. And then I remembered because I'm an idiot. I literally the whole time they were going around the, the table, I was just and they like and that was the team that they decided to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just like, OK, so one, they either really just wanted to make sure that and I think it was probably that they just really wanted oh, to make yeah. sure it was bananas in there. And that's why they did Sarah Theo, because they knew that Emily wouldn't vote yeah. her in. But I was like, I almost felt like it was a fucking a waste because like I don't know here's my thing I get why they're doing this and why they're setting up the two teams where they know one of them you know the winners absolutely will not send this person in so it automatically sends in who who exactly you want and I totally get that and it's it's super smart great gameplay and I'd probably do the same fucking shit if I was on the show but as a fan watching I'm like I want to see two teams get thrown down there and I want to and and the winners not know who to exactly like I want to watch that mess. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. we're probably coming up on that as we get closer to the end of the season oh, yeah. and it gets totally. harder because you're friends with people and, you know, all, the alliances are dwindling down and stuff. And so I do look forward to that. I hope we get just one of those like kind of explosive moments. 
I would love to see a moment where the winners don't agree on who to send in to find out exactly what would happen in that scenario. Didn't we have that? We had that in the very well, first kind episode. Of. Yeah. But they weren't competing as teams then. Yeah. So it, because that's the thing is like they can't just say, you know, oh, well, it's a girl's day. You pick the because it's team eliminations. So yeah. it, they can't do it like they did it in the first episode. And now I'm curious how they would do it now. So, you know, that's just kind of like where I'm sitting with that. But I uh, I like that Ben Ha and Jody are consistent. And I'm pretty sure that they have said Sarah and Theo's name every single deliberation. Yes. They don't want to get more blood on their hand if they don't have No, to. exactly. <laughs> it, but Tori's the bad person in this. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Sorry, I just had to do it. I, I fucking had to. Um, <laughs> it, it, I want to say this real quick. How much I really do enjoy Jordan's ad libs. Like, not only in, confession, in confessional, <laughs> but, like, during the daily when TJ says a timeout, he's like, fuck, fuck off. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yes, bro, yes. <laughs> fuck off. Just the visceral oh. reaction to it is just so great to watch. And it was such a genuine reaction. Like, it was just, oh, man, poor Jordan. He was pissed. It, it really was. Pissed. was. You know, up for it, though. Yeah, you know, it, we'll, and we'll get into that. Yeah. Another genuine thing you're about to hear is this ad for Spotify for podcasters. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking through that ad. Um, so we left off on the daily at this point, we go into the house slash deliberation slash bar scene, which is dope because we get all three and I really enjoyed it. It made it, it a lot more yeah. interesting. It really felt like like a full episode. Like we got everything. We got some house. We got the daily. We got the elimination. We got, you know, nominations. We got deliberation. We got some fun stuff. We got the club. Like it just felt like a very complete whole episode it did and, and a good episode yeah, yeah it was and and we got a little bit of everything like i like that we don't seem to have this artificial drama it seems like yeah. all warranted realistic drama that you would expect to see in a challenge house that's this competitive too yeah, yeah. this is the, the drama that i want to see yeah and it's it karina's favorite part <clears throat> uh <laughs> 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 do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> um, but it, it's the competitive drama that we like. It's it's people all playing somewhat of a different game or at least multiple alliances yeah. playing different games. Yeah. Now, the one thing I really did like about this. Well, two things. First thing I did not like was the team powwow for Team USA. Oh, my God. Like, let's just put eight people in a small area and make them lie to each other the whole time. Yeah, just put them My, on the spot. The highlight of that, apart from the fact that really the only two people who got a chance to talk in the edit were Bananas and Tori, were when Tori looks at Casey and Ben and says, are you guys good to ride with USA? And there's like a silence of half a second and you all you hear is Ben, I'm in Team USA. Yeah. Yeah. We've been in the Casey. We've been writing for Team USA. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! I know that. I just want. I know to, that. I know that. I just think it's important we all say it to each other. You yeah. guys are all lying. We should just go around the room and say what we're thankful for. Guys <laughs> are all fucking lying. You're all liars. I <laughs> loved the montages of like the absolute contrast between House yes. and Confessional all through this episode. Yeah, because like <laughs> it was great. It was, 
everybody talking about, yeah, they're a team and blah, blah, blah. And then everybody hates like, each other. We're, just, <laughs> we're not even like we're not on the same page. We're not even in the same book. Yeah. And then like. <laughs> Danny, I don't trust Ben. Ben, I don't trust Sarah and Danny. Sarah, I don't trust Ben and Casey. Yeah. Bananas. I have not fucking hated anyone more in my life than I hate Danny and Sarah. Yeah, because they don't want to play your game and they're playing a different game that doesn't immediately benefit you. And then people you don't usually hear talking shit, Justine. Ben's playing a shady game. Yeah. Like it was literally everybody on the team getting a confessional saying, I don't fucking trust not one goddamn yeah. person, even my partner. <laughs> right? Except not Theo. even the Theo, Theo had nothing to say. <laughs> exactly. Theo's just for the ride, and I'm good with it. He's providing a little bit of commentary. I know some people are upset because he's not like drama filled, and Theo never has been. He never has no, been. Yeah. It, it always takes someone else pushing him. And exactly. otherwise, Theo's funny, like Kyle's funny. He's a smart ass. You know what yeah. I mean? I enjoy that. It's my kind of people. The the really the top notch part of this is they ended it with Banana saying, yeah, the band's back together. And then the montage of him and fucking Justine with the American flag and Bald Eagle and God bless America playing or whatever Dear the God. fuck it was just doomed from start to beginning held together by duct tape. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. the the plan is, is that Tori wants everybody to kind of like burn vote on Darrell and Kiki and then also vote in Jody and Ben Ha. That way, yes and Emily will send in Jody and Ben Ha because they're convinced she won't send in Darrell and Kiki because of the, you know, the, Austra Australia the Australian alliance. Yeah. And so, but they know that they need another, like they want to pull Kellyanne over so that it's like, so that they have all the numbers and Tori's like, hey, there's, look, there's no way it fucks up. There's no way it fucks up. There's no way it stalemates anything like that. So she's like, hey, <laughs> I'll go. I'll go talk to Casey. I'll go talk to Kellyanne. Everybody was like, you should absolutely. You should yeah, that. no, go for it. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you go talk to the cops for us, too? <laughs> uh, so Tell them it's medicinal. <laughs> Show him this paper. It says, oh I God. have a permit. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, it's just a piece of paper with handwriting that says, I have a permit. It counts. Okay. It counts. This is America. <laughs> if you don't believe me, message Sarah Lucina. She'll tell you. Oh, my God. I'm joking. You're don't do that. Dork. Don't do that. Anyway, um, so Tori goes to tell Kellyanne about, you know, the plan for, you know, sending Darrell in with Jody and Ben Ha. Obviously, this doesn't fly very well because Tori doesn't know that Kellyanne is working very closely with Jody and it has a pretty close relationship with Darrell. So she literally goes in and she lays her whole fucking game and her whole plan out in front of Kellyanne. And Kellyanne's like, she does the same thing the rest of the USA team does. She was like, yeah, sounds great. And then as soon as she walks away, Kellyanne turns to Casey and she's like, I'm about to get a target on my back because I'm going to force a stalemate. I was like, oh, well, here's shit. The, here's the thing. The group that Tori is least confident in is Ben and Casey. Despite the fact that she's friends with Casey, she's close with Casey. Yeah. She then goes in and tells the person that in confessional, she said is probably not a smart move, but they need to try to get Kellyanne in. Yeah. She then proceeds to kind of tell Kellyanne what's in her best interest to do. And then leaves Casey there by herself with Kellyanne 
<laughs> so you keep the person that you're not sure you can trust with the person that you're not sure you can trust and just hope that they're going to talk about tiddlywinks and not about who they're going to put in instead of the person you just told them. Well, dude, I oh. just love how like sometimes these plans are like, oh, yeah, I'll think about it or yeah. And then like yeah. cut 30 minutes later, like, I don't know if I really want to do this. This was like, OK, so that's all right. There's no fucking way I'm doing this. Like, Not literally, a possible. Like five <laughs> <No>. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Kellyanne's confessional for it, though, where she was just like, bananas and Tori want to trust me, which is sweet, which is really sweet. And I like that. But they can't because they didn't work with me earlier. Exactly. Well, here's my thing. And do you guys think Tori went in there treating Kellyanne like she was a rookie that she could just yeah. enforce her will upon? I, I, I don't. I, yeah, I think I don't. I wouldn't say a rookie. I would say that she went in and thought that Kellyanne had no other options than to work with the USA crew. Well, she she said it in her confessional. She goes, I honestly think that Kellyanne will work with anybody that she can right now. You know, and it was yeah. almost a joke to Tori when she said it in her confessional. So it's like. It, it, I, I, I do think that she went in there, like you said, where she just had in her mind that Kel this is Kellyanne's only option. And she even said when sh they were having their little challenge USA powwow, she even said that Kellyanne and Tristan would be the most likely to come over to their side because if they don't, they'll be in danger. And I feel like even though it wasn't shown in the edit that Tori threw that at Kellyanne in the in the in the discussion yeah. with her, like, hey, if you guys don't do this with me, it could end up being you. And Kellyanne does not fucking work with that. She does not play no. that way. She is a feisty little one. Well, even if even even if she isn't, I would say so the fuck what? That's all I've been in this whole season. Yeah. Like yeah. you guys have said my name every fucking time. You specifically have said my name. Every time, like, and, except for the one time that we stalemated because, you know. Yeah. It's really smart, too, from Kellyanne's perspective of being willing to go to a stalemate because she already knows that it's going to come down to Yes and Emily. And Yes yep. and Emily are not going to say her name, presumably. They're not going to say Darrell's name, which is one of the things that she brings up to him when she goes to talk to Darrell about it, is that they're not the ones who are going to get called in in a stalemate. So it doesn't matter to them if they go to a stalemate. It's really them forcing the bigger group's hand of if we go to a stalemate, it could be one of you that get thrown in. Mm -hmm. um, the thing that I found interesting, though, is the entire time that she's having this like fairly high stakes conversation with Darrell. Jordan's behind him. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like the entire time, like he's walking back and forth, like putting bars back and like going to the punching bag right beside Kellyanne. It was like either this is very like precise editing mm -hmm. or she was just like, yeah, whatever. Jordan's <laughs> Jordan's not going to say anything. Well, they, Yeah, <sighs> I, I think. Yeah, I guess I think she probably just assumed that Jordan wouldn't say anything to anyone and he's not part of the vote. So it's I, like, I don't know. I think maybe he. I don't know. I think Jordan's version of working with someone is very different than Tori's. Tori's working with someone is we are aligned this whole season. I'm going to do everything for you. You're going to do everything for me. Where Jordan's more like 
situational. If situational. In, yeah. It doesn't concern me. It doesn't fucking concern me. Yeah, I'm not if doing I'm in it. power, I'm going to help you if I can. And if I can't, then I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I'm going I'm, in no matter what. There's nothing I can do. So what am I going to say about this situation? You know yeah. what I mean? He's never had to draw a line in the sand either this whole game. Yeah. Because he, he hasn't been put in a position. Like, everybody has talked about where he stands. Everybody has talked about the fact that, like, he won't say Tori's name. Tori won't say his name. But he's never been put in that position. Right. Exactly. So I don't think he'll, and that's not uh, to say he'd say Tori's name, but like, I don't think he'll, he'll put himself in that situation no. because there's no one to draw the line in the sand against with yeah. Tori. Like yeah. if he's in a position of power and she gets nominated, he's just not going to choose her. It's my opinion because yeah. there's no one else he's strongly aligned with because he plays such a, a solo game. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's exactly. a lone wolf. Yeah, exactly. And so anyways, we get to deliberations and it, it plays out how everyone talks. It's basically the whole USA team in that alliance voting, uh, Jody Benha and then uh, Darrell and Kiki. And then on Kellyanne's side and the people she's aligned with, they all vote Sarah, Theo, Bananas, Justine. And you hear the record scratch when that first vote comes in. Oh, it's so good when that oh, first one its brilliant. And you can see that and they say it in confessionals, but bananas had no fucking clue this was None. coming. And yeah. that's what I think threw him off was he was so in the dark about everything that happened this episode. And that doesn't happen often. No. no. And I want to raise a question. Do you guys feel like bananas game is falling off as far as socially? Yes. I think that he thinks that he doesn't have to work as hard anymore because people know who he is they know that he's bananas and what the issue is is that he doesn't i don't think he has the social capital that he once did because there are other players who have come in and sort of filled out the rest of those ranks yeah i I agree with that i also think that well i think that number one you know i mean obviously like he's get he's he's getting a little older whatever and I think he relies on this, like the same type of approach to the game that he's always had. And it's getting to the point where like enough people have either played against him or grown up Mm -hmm. watching the show or have gone back and done their research and watched the show that they know it and they recognize the signs and nobody wants to, to play with that. Number one, he doesn't have a great fucking reputation, especially after like the Sarah thing and all of that. So mm-hmm. nobody wants to like there. People are scared to like run finals with bananas, not just because he might beat you. But what if you end up getting fucking paired with him and it comes down to a money grab at the end? Like, yeah, you know, people in the game think about stuff like that. And then I also think that kind of like going off of what you said is like he relies a lot on his reputation, but the more that bananas comes back to the game and continues to lose, the less scary his reputation is to people who are playing against him in the game. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think that bananas best move would have been to retire on top off of total madness as a champion. And because it's every time he comes back, his, his, it's going to be harder. His, yeah, his, value in the game his stock in the game is goes down and people aren't as afraid of him and people don't really want to work with him because nobody trusts him nobody likes him you know and he's a he's a dick so i'm gonna play counter to this which is we said the same thing after rivals three every time he comes back and loses a season it diminishes it it diminishes it and then he wins seven 
I think we're seeing the opposite of CT. CT is fucking piling up these wins later in his career instead of earlier. Bananas mm-hmm. did the opposite. He won a whole bunch in the beginning, and then it's very sporadic now because of his reputation for one. And two, he is getting a little bit older. Not to say he can't compete because he just got to a final. I didn't mean it like that. No, no, no. I know you didn't. I just meant like he's just relying on the same. Like he's not coming with any new type of gameplay or strategy. It's just the same old shit. And it has been since around like Total Madness or so. It's been since fucking Rivals 3. It's the same gameplay. Yeah. yeah. And it it works, but maybe it only works every seven episodes now or seven Seven seasons. seasons. You know, maybe that's his thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's just, he doesn't have the elimination fear factor that CT has, right? Or that Fessy has. It's going to keep him out. Or Jordan. Or, Or Jordan, yeah. Well, and people, but people know to take the risk on Jordan. It's better to try to throw him into the elimination and get him out instead of try to beat him in the final because you're not. Yeah. Not by much, but yeah. Not by much, but with bananas, you really do have a better chance of having him go out in elimination. But yeah. he's <laughs> also shown that he's beatable in finals too. We just saw it happen. Yeah. Albeit yeah. he was paired with Nani, but I still firmly believe that Nani is could win. She just has to yeah. be paired with CT. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it doesn't diminish it because he could lose five more seasons and win and then it'd be like well fuck he's got eight now he's got fucking three more than ct again you know he's got five more than jordan you know what i mean yeah i i I get what you mean i just mean like as far as like people playing against him in the house like the more he comes back and loses the less people are going to be afraid of him and sure yeah he might win in five more seasons but that doesn't do anything for him today in this season no but i mean he's playing a long game which he's proven for 20 fucking seasons but people aren't going to play a scared game around him anymore they're just going to play a straight game at him and that's where it differs is before you had to be really cagey about how you were going to get bananas in and now you can like for the most part now you can just come straight at him and he doesn't necessarily have the numbers he once did well yeah he a lot of the people he's built those friendships with aren't playing like It'd be a different yeah. story if Leroy's in the game, if Kyle's in the game, if Zach's in the game. We're, yeah. we're having mm-hmm. a very different conversation, but he, his main alliance member now is Tori, which yeah. he's never really worked with prior to Ride or Dies, and they didn't even really work together there, but we saw the beginning of him, it. Yeah, it was more him and Devin. Yeah, yeah but, and, and that's my thing is, I don't know. I, that's where I'm going to leave it off at because I feel like we can go on a whole tangent and Karina's giving me a look because she doesn't like talking about bananas because he talks about himself enough as she says. No, I, I, I told you in the garage. I just think you make too many excuses for bananas. I think you go harder on bananas because of your fandom for other people. No, I don't. I would say the same exact thing. If CT came back and just fucking bombed it and just lost the, the next like three or four seasons, I, I'd say the same exact thing. I've already said it. So I literally said he should come back. If he wants to come back, come back, get your one more win and then fucking retire. Don't keep playing. Don't keep diminishing that. Just retire on top, pull a fucking Peyton Manning and go out a champ. That's just how I feel. It's, it has nothing to do with bananas. I would say it for anybody. So you feel like Jordan should do one more win it and then retire. 
No, I don't, but Jordan's not at the end of his game. Like I, bananas is getting I'm just saying, like at, how much longer does bananas really want to do this? As at his current income, there's no reason to think he oh, can't Jesus live to be 150 Christ. years old. Jesus. Anyway, so <laughs> back to the um, nominations and deliberation. Obviously, we got through the Team USA and then the team like Kellyanne, and we come down to Ben and Casey, who are supposed to vote with USA to stalemate everything and leave it up to um you know up to uh emily and yes Yes yeah yes and emily to figure it out but they have a little bit of shell shock yeah they're just yeah they're completely like shell shocked from the last stalemate because the last time this happened they got thrown down there and you know it's a good possibility that they would again i don't disagree with them i i think that it's very likely yeah, I think they made the best move. They ended up refusing to stalemate the game and they sent in Sarah and Theo and then they burned their second vote on Tristan and Kellyanne because I don't I don't think Ben really wanted to vote for Justine. Yeah, I, I don't know that for sure. It just felt odd to me that that was the one that he just replaced and burned off on. I onto think Kelly. he didn't want to vote for bananas. He's been working with them or it could bit. be bananas. I, I don't what know. I really think could it was. Be. He knew Bananas wasn't yeah. going in any way, but his vote wasn't on him. He made sure his vote was on Sarah and Theo. And that, yeah, and that's that's fine too. And that's true too. Is that I I did forget that they did have that, you know. And I think it like I think as far as Casey and Ben, I know that people probably I didn't really look, but I'm sure that people probably shit on them for not like towing the company line and like keeping the votes where they were supposed to go. But that is like that move that they made is what makes the most sense for their game right now because. Yeah. Like, I know I just said it, but they've already been called in once for a stalemate, which means that it's already easier to say their name. But also, if you're trying to take a shot at USA, that's probably your best bet, too, because you don't want to throw in banana. Like, you probably don't want to say banana's name or Tori and Danny, like right off the jump, because you're not 100 percent sure how that goes. Your best bet to take out somebody from USA is to throw in a Ben and Casey who was working with their alliance of Danny and Sarah and now doesn't seem to be. Mm-hmm. So Emily would have every reason to say Ben and Casey's name all over again. Well, and, and honestly, like I'll, I will say this, this was probably like the only, this was the only like thing that I really had like an issue with this episode you know, right after the vote, Sarah had a confessional where she was like, how hard was it for them to just stalemate it? it they, all they had to do was stalemate it. How hard was that? And I was just sitting there thinking, like, that's really easy for you to say with like your number one best friend sitting in the winner's position where you have zero chance of having your name said. Ben and Casey made the right decision for them. It wasn't a good decision for Team USA or Sarah Theo or Danny Tory or anybody else, but it was a great yeah. decision for well, them. And I think that they made the right choice. Well, totally. even, even Danny said on Twitter that they made a good yeah. game move. Like yeah. he complimented yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the episode, he said that they made a good game move. And then on Twitter, I saw him. He said, Ben and Casey made, made the best move they could for them. It was a good game move. And that's the thing. It really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also Ben's hat game is absolutely on point at this deliberation. <laughs> Touche, sir. Touche. Yeah. I the mean, hat and beard combo. Fantastic. 
I was waiting for a tip of the hat after he dropped that vote, but it didn't come. Yeah. <laughs> but we can help. Uh, maybe not. I do got to say really quick. I yeah. love how absolutely jazzed Kellyanne was oh, like when they God. got to the club yeah. scene and she was you could just tell like she was glowing like she was so fucking happy that this worked out. She had her doubts. You could tell. But it was just it was cool to see her so happy. It was awesome to get her to be able to see her make like a power move and it work out because I know she's yeah. capable of doing these things. And, you know, for him, her to come in and make a big ass power move like that against like the vets and the like the top. I don't, I don't know how I want to say this, but like the the leaders of the MVP team as well. Right. Like Sandy, Sandy. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like Sarah, Danny, you know, the like all the U, the the leaders of the USA side and stuff. And. So to like be able to, you know, for Kellyanne, who's, you know, been on the outs, she's, you know, had a major target on her back. She's keeps getting thrown into elimination. She hasn't had the greatest of, you know, of game to start with. And so for her, for her to be able to come in and make such a big power move against big, powerful players was just like fucking just. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. First and foremost, I vote that we don't go with Sanny and we go with Dara. Okay. Dara, right. <laughs> like, cause Sanny's a hard no. It sounds like Sammy Hutt. No. All right. So we're it, going with I Dara. Even, I wasn't even trying to say it. I, I just, it just, bleh. it just happens. I wasn't even trying to do that. Yeah. Let's, it's Dara, first and foremost. It's because they start the same, like Sarah, Danny. Like, it's both like the, anyway. All right. I'm moving on. <laughs> They don't sound the same. You should edit, I mean, you should edit that out. They sound exactly the same. I didn't mean that they sounded the you same. You should I edit that like, out for your own good. For I, your own good. I meant like, it's like the second letter is an A. So it just like, it just flows together easily. Like, yeah. Tanny. Dara. Yeah, no, like, totally. <laughs> Does that make you feel better? Like the whole lifting your arms like you're an opera singer? No, no. We're putting the video know. out for this. No, we're not. Yes. Yeah, just for yes. that, for you. Oh, my God. If I listen to this episode, this is not in there. I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> you just told me to cut it. I, for your own good, but not for ours. <laughs> Remember, that's your favorite host, America. Oh, in my God. UK and Australia and okay. all the other countries. Also, really quick. What in the good Lord was bananas wearing in that fucking oh, club? What are those? <laughs> what are those <laughs> Did you things? Know boots? Did, the, the they fucking... weren't even boots. They were like some kind of zip cover up thing. Then he had on the tights. He had on a cape. If you want to know. I don't know, know if anybody noticed, but he had on a fucking cape in and that leggings, club. And leggings. Tight ass leggings. I'm going to be honest. If you want to know what kind of boots he was wearing, go look up the Patrick Star boots on Google right now yes. and search images. You will see they are thigh high. Look like they could be rain boots, but they're all black. Yes. And it was impressive. I was like, what? Why is he wearing a cape in the club, though? Like, was there. It, a, 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 a dress up contest. He said it himself. <laughs> Bustine. Bustine. <laughs> I'm just saying though, like Bustine be sitting leg over leg, super close on the couch there though. Too. They, they just have like, good rapport. That's all it is. Oh, I'm sure a just really good, good rapport. rapport. Yeah, just great rapport. rapport. I'm just saying. I'm like, sure they had a fantastic what, rapport. What guys and girls can't be friends? Mm -hmm. 
Moving on. <laughs> I'm going to get fucked up later for that one. Yeah, I will are. say that all of... I. I will say that all of the underdogs that became overdogs by the end of the episode were like absolutely pumped at you the mean, club. You mean the and misfits? They, the misfits, yeah. The the little rascals. <laughs> I feel like misfits is like was used as a derogatory term, but yeah. I actually consider that to be a compliment myself. So do I. Agreed. It's a badge of honor. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it was nice to see everybody there just having fun yeah they weren't stressed they weren't going in they had pulled off the move like karina had said and everybody was just enjoying themselves like the shot of kellyanne you cannot smile watching her yeah in that moment yeah no it it, it was a great moment and it was nice to see them be able to take the 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 night off you know what i mean without having to worry and, and then you see like bananas and Justine sitting on the couch, just chilling, and like the people who were in yard ch- stare. Yeah, just yeah, it was just it was cool, like to see them just not worried. But and and it's what we all ask for. Like every season, we're like, why don't the underdogs or the rookies? Why all don't they band together. together and make make their numbers work? Yeah, and bananas called it. He's like, once they had the numbers, they made it work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and that's the thing is. Tori left an opening and Kellyanne fucking took took that shit. And now what I'm curious to see is can they all stay together, though? Because if they can, they have the numbers moving forward and they can fucking control this whole game. What's your bet that one of them comes in last place in the next daily? Oh, it's gonna it's gonna happen. I, I hate to say it's it, gonna but it, happen. Let's be honest. We know that or there's seven gonna be of the medically DQ next week. Exactly, well, I'm just yeah. saying, like, if you look at the teams that are on this other alliance. They're kind of built for dailies. You got Danny and Tori. You got Sarah and Theo. You've got fucking. Yes. And Emily. Yes. And Emily. You know, I mean, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Jordan, because he's. I don't know. Honestly, I'd be curious to see where Jordan would have sat on this uh, if he wasn't sitting in the winners or in the loser's seat. Yeah. I have no idea where he would have sat on this, to be honest. It depends who was sitting in the loser seat. Yeah, I guess that's true too. It probably would depend on who was. If it was down Jody there. and Ben Hahn, he would have just put up. I don't know. That's that's a tough call. It's what if, and he might have just burned. <laughs> and if ifs were fists, we would all be drunk. Yeah. So, but. anyways, next is the elimination, lock, stock, and barrel. And you know what? Production fucked up. You didn't think I was going to call you guys on this, but I'm keeping track every fucking episode. Karina hates it. Yeah, but you guys use the same exact stats for the daily. As you did for the elimination, 50% math, 30% memory, 20% speed. Where was the math? These were fucking flag Half pictures. of this was math. Half of this, where? So you guys didn't show us half of the elimination or what? I'm just curious. It was memory and speed. I mean, you could throw in carrying barrels as a percentage. I'm just saying. Strength. Like, I, I'm, I don't know. Fucking man. ridiculous. That's crazy. Amateur hour. It I know. Make, yeah, We've just, been complimenting you guys all season on your production level. And, and look how you repay us. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Now, Laziness. <laughs> Banana said that he has, he was 2-0 and with Jordan. Is he counting Wrecking Wall and then last season yes. on Ride or Dies? Yes. Okay, so he's like 0-0 with Jordan. 1-0 with Jordan. 
Yeah. Mm, I'm going to give them 2-0 no because me and Karina had a debate, and I know she's right, and I don't want to have the debate on here because I don't want to just lose the debate without having a good argument. That's why mm. I talked to her about it in the garage first. So, so you could know that you were going to get ate the fuck up? Uh, I wouldn't say ate the fuck up, but I know that I would lose that argument, and why die on a hill that I don't have to? Yeah, good choice. There. Now everybody's probably wondering what hill you were willing to die on in the garage that you're not willing to die on here. Well, to, you know what? Maybe we'll do I an AMA the, one day. We we kept like going back and forth. I finally cut it off. I was like, you know what? We can just debate this on the podcast tonight. And it just got so quiet out there. Like it was it's like, like no, dead thank you. fucking quiet mm-hmm. for like three minutes. And then I don't know. I said something to like clear the, the air. You want to know how I do my research? That's how I do it. I bounce ideas. And if it gets, <laughs> it's, it's spaghetti on a wall. If it sticks. Okay. Let's bring that forward. If it doesn't stick, let's go. Oh, my see, gosh. I make all my notes in a vacuum and then I just see what happens on the day. Yeah. It's like the challenge USA one. They're all in a vacuum. So yep. anyway, I, I did want to ask a question. <laughs> God, you're so, you're so dumb. I'm moving on. I did want to ask you guys a question because this actually was part of what Rick and I were discussing out in the garage. And even though he doesn't want to talk about it, I am curious on just this little portion, just like what your guys' opinions are. No, shut up. I just want to know what your guys' opinions are on this. Tori yelling out. Tori yelling out attention to detail. Is that giving Jordan the answers? It's an assist. It's an assist. I don't care what anyone she says. She's a that's... soccer mom. Exactly. <laughs> and a that's a mom. fucking assist. And it wasn't that like, isn't... go yeah. ahead, Tony. I'll no, let you I, go I first. Agree. Like it was depending on whether, depending on whether or not where it was placed in the episode was where it happened in their progression of the elimination. It was definitely an assist because it was attention to detail while Jordan was putting in the exact piece. Sun with the sad face, which Bananas had already put in by that point, based on the edit, and she said attention to detail. He then looked at it again and moved it. However, it could very easily have been editing, and she could have said attention to detail before TJ blew the horn at the beginning. And that's the thing. I, we don't know where it actually happened. She yeah. could have said it at any point during this but because of the edit, and that's all we have to go off, if that's where she said it, that's an assist. And that does play a role, especially when Bananas got no help. And not to say that Bananas deserved help, because if Bananas and Jordan were down there, I'd just shut the fuck up and just watch. I wouldn't help either yep. of them. Well, but- and I would just kindly like to um, remind Bananas and all of Bananas super fans out there who were very upset that Jordan, quote, got help and Bananas didn't. Bananas said himself at the start of Rider Dies when Turbo got zero help that this is what happens oh, yeah. when you play shitty social games and you piss people off and you and make people not want to work with you. This is the consequence that happens. And there are no rules against helping in the elimination. And I'm just like, I'm curious why it's a big deal, why the same people who didn't mind it when it happened with Orasio and Olivia and Jay and Michelle and Turbo and all of them and Ryder dies, why it's now a, well, Bananas didn't get help. So fucking what? Nobody wanted to help him. So that's seven time champ stay in the game. Sucks to be you. Like, I just want to say, like, while while I agree that it is the same thing neither of them got help it was for two very different reasons from what i've heard about 
what happened with Turbo and what's going on with Bananas this season, from what we can tell from the edit, at least. Yeah, from like, I wouldn't help the seven-time champ stay in the game this close to a final. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it's wrong that nobody helped him. I think it's part of the game. If they don't want to help him, they don't want to fucking help him. It's, it's not required to. Yeah. If you want to help, you can. And we saw that in this episode. Kellyanne was literally screaming and fucking I, hitting the floor like Donkey Kong. Awesome. I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved thought it too. she was going to jump in, grab the barrel, and toss it to Jordan herself. I if thought she was they didn't too. grab it within the next three seconds. And that would have gone over the line as far as assisting. <laughs> but it would have been very fun to see. But yeah, her getting right down there in it is like peak Kellyanne, one of my favorite moments. Here's my only thing. I, and I don't know, whatever. Anyway, here's my thing about the Tory thing. I just feel like there's a difference between her shouting out like attention to detail and her saying, hey, the sun is wrong. Well, that would like, also tell bananas to pay attention to the sun. She said it. In a, yeah. It's not like bananas is sitting there watching exactly what Jordan. No, exactly. Doing. He's not. So if she just said that's wrong. Like he is that would signify for me to look not I I guess. But even then he was looking at Jordan's and he still didn't fucking understand what he did wrong. So like he didn't understand what he did wrong until the bell. Attention to detail, Karina. I know if you would have listened to Tori shouting that out. And that's my other thing is it's not like she fucking went up and whispered it in Jordan's head. Like bananas heard the same exact message. He may not have been on the same exact barrel, but he heard the same reminder. If it happened right when they showed it happen then bananas could have been walking down the fucking stairs to that thing and not paying attention. It just sounds like somebody cheering where if she's looking directly at Jordan and he makes eye contact and she goes attention to detail as he's putting the piece in, that is a fucking assist. I don't don't care. And your fandom of Jordan and Tori are holding you from seeing this. I don't care what you say. It's not holding me from seeing anything. I don't see a fucking problem with it. And I am confused why you have a problem. I with don't it. have a problem. You have with been, it. Yes, you have. Yes, you know. I've been saying this whole time. It's OK to help who you want and not help other people. But your big point has been, well, she, well, Jordan got help, but bananas didn't. Well, well, who fucking that's cares? a fact, though. That's not who saying. Cares? OK, nobody cares, but that's still a fact. Okay. Bananas it, cares. Bananas cares. Yeah, he got eliminated and yeah, he, he cried fucking about cried about it. Yeah, he absolutely did. You all knew. I'm you just, all knew yeah. that. I'm just saying like bananas, like I'm just trying to see it from as not biased positions. I can. Did Jordan win? Yes, he did win this elimination. Did he get an assist from Tori? Yes. Did bananas get no assists? Yes. Did bananas fuck up and not pay attention when he probably should have? Yes. And so like, I'm just trying to be straightforward that. Yeah, he did get an assist and it did help him from what we see in the edit. And bananas didn't, but that's not to say that Jordan didn't win this or he didn't deserve this win. You know what I mean? And that's why I wanted to talk to you about this earlier. It's not like I was dying on this hill about it. No, I I, I understand. I'm just, I'm just saying, but I know that other people are, and it's, I don't know. It's It's a non-issue. It's my job. I, I think it's our job on a podcast to be honest and, and, you know, for people to know that we're not going to sit here and just fucking lie about it. You know, I think that's all of our fucking responsibilities not to be so biased that it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, no bananas. Bananas totally fucking should have won that. No, he shouldn't have won it. But Jordan fucking is a goat. And if you're going to lose to someone, I wouldn't mind losing to Jordan. 
No. Like th- this is twice that bananas has fucked up a very a, a puzzle similar yeah. to each other, and that's my thing. Is like he just doesn't fucking pay attention. And I was thinking it too, watching them pull, watching him and Justine pull all those barrels down, and it was just a fucking mess, madhouse. And they were just like this color over here and this pat. Like he still hasn't gotten that concept of when you have lar- like a lot of pieces to a puzzle. You got to fucking sort it and organize yeah. that yeah. shit and it will make your life so much better. Yes, it's going to take you an extra two minutes or whatever. But had they done that, there's a good possibility that he would have noticed the difference between those two sons and he could have gotten it right. And they would have gotten it on that first when they went and rang the little beeper buzzer pusher button or thingy first oh, yeah. time. You know That's what I mean? That's the official like, name, right? Yeah. It the is. Beeper it buzzer is. pusher button thingy. I double checked it. It's official. No, and cool. they definitely went into that with the wrong strategy. I mean, I think it would have been a lot easier to pull those barrels down and say, okay, this one has no color on this side. Let's just flip them all well, and like organize what, them real quick by where they go. Well, and like that's literally what Jordan and Kaz did. And I think that's why they were a couple of minutes behind bananas and them because it wasn't like Jordan was like moving slower than bananas with moving those no. barrels around. He took his time to sit there and he even said in his confessional that he took his time to sit there and look at the differences between all of the different barrels that were there because there were only like 16 that would fit up in the racks that were supposed to be part of the puzzle. But there was like 20 fucking four or 25 barrels total or some shit like that or maybe even more. I don't know. But there were like extras that didn't belong in the puzzle. And so like he sat and he looked through all the different differences, the different shapes of the lines and whatever and i think that that's really what ultimately ended up making the difference in the end and it's the same fucking thing that devin and tori did to beat De- beat bananas and nani and the rider dies yeah no it is you know? absolutely so, and look i think i think bananas was so shell-shocked that he didn't make the quick accuse the quick you know connection that look there's two sons let's see if what's different about the two yeah. of them yeah you know what i mean because i feel like I hate saying this because I like bananas, but I feel like bananas has a little bit of hubris when it comes to thinking he's always right in every situation, Mm -hmm. including puzzles. Um, And it could have been that he only saw the one sun. Yeah, that's what I think. Brought everything down. It could have just been that he didn't see the second one to know that there were two. And that's that's what I think. That's what I think happened. And that's why I'm saying like it would have been more beneficial for them to take down each barrel individually and organize them out. And it would have only taken them a couple of seconds because those barrels weren't heavy. We watched Jordan pull the sun one out of the back and just easily lift it over his head and just toss it over. Like there was nothing in them. They weren't heavy. They were just empty drums. They're you know? awkward. Empty. Yeah, they're just kind of awkward, you know, but it's not like they were like filled with sand or fucking no. something crazy. You know what I mean? So like it just, yeah, I don't know. But I will say though that I really loved Bananas and Jordan's like conversation at the end of totally. the elimination after like TJ blew the horn and bananas had his whole little like moment. I liked that they took a moment to like show respect to each other as competitors. And I, I, I just, I really enjoyed that moment because you don't see those moments with bananas very often. No, I think you see that bananas and Jordan, like they're cordial and they get along, but they're not boys by any mean. No, being, by any they means. have they have re- like a mutual respect yeah, for each other as far as competition exactly. goes. But I think that's about as far as didn't they go snowboarding together? I think that you know what I think they actually did. You're right. They were both yeah. up in Tahoe at the same time, and they did go snowboarding. I saw bare bums. 
Yeah. And maybe I'm so just So that's a good point. And maybe I'm just reading the competitive drive of both of them that they even in that situation, bananas really was hurt that he lost that elimination to Jordan. Yeah. You and, know what yeah. I mean? And maybe it's more of a game thing too. Like maybe I just don't see them. I don't know, but I don't know. They just don't Different feel right together. Gameplay. Yeah. They just don't feel right together. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like to to our earlier point about it's all about the relationships that you make in the house and in the game. Yeah. Kellyanne put it best. She's been voted in by bananas mm-hmm. every single season that she's played yep. with bananas. Yep. Exactly. And and it's also beneficial. Let's not let, let's not pretend that's not going to be beneficial to keep Kellyanne in the game for Jordan. Right. Because they're yeah. on the same country. You know what I mean? So there is that connection. And, you know. Jordan's going to look as he can beat Kellyanne and Tristan with. And that's the reason that I honestly feel like kind of, again, jumping back just to round this out. That's honestly kind of the reason that I, I question where Jordan would have voted had he had the situation been flipped. And it was like Jody Benha down there and Jordan was up in the voting room. I like, I almost feel like as long as it's not Tori's name on the block, he's going to vote with like UK and that other side because he's not gonna he doesn't want to play the game with Danny just as much as Danny doesn't want to play with him like he knows that Danny is a good competitor and and I don't think that Jordan undervalues what he could potentially do in a final I don't know if Jordan is as worried about it because it's just not in Jordan's nature but I think he recognizes you know and he knows that Danny doesn't want to work with him so it's like that's kind of the only side he really fits on, in my opinion. My analogy yeah. of Jordan is he's Goku. He wants to go against the strongest in everything. Uh, no, I agree. But I'm just saying, like, I don't see, like, Jordan and Danny working together. I'm not necessarily no, saying, no, no, like, no, Jordan think- would go out. Because, like I said, if Tori and Danny's names were up by, like, Kellyanne and all of them, I don't see Jordan saying it. No. But I see him saying Sarah's name. I say I see him saying Emily's name. I see yeah. him saying Darrell and Keegan. Like I see him saying all those names before he tries to send out like a uh, you know, the people he's working with, the other UK players and whatever. Because he's not. He's not been really working with USA or at least not what we've seen. Well, so no, his, I mean go ahead, Tony. I'll wait. I'm I was sorry. just gonna say, like, he basically proved Danny's point about why Danny wants to get him out before the mm-hmm. final. He just took out bananas. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think like, I think like, yeah, I think we said this like, like 500 times last episode, but Danny is completely in the right. Like it's the right idea to want to get Jordan out of this game. You know what I mean? Like he's completely just, yeah, it's completely justified because that's a scary mofo to run a final against. Don't blame Danny at uh, one, one, one bit. I saw this on Twitter and someone was like, you know, you know, you want Jordan now, but you weren't helping Bananas. And he was like, the where the production put us up in the stands, I couldn't see Bananas board. And I, I was said, wondering. And I asked him, I said, if you could see, would you have still helped? Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, I would have helped for Justine. Because so and I was actually wondering that because I saw the same thing. People like, well, you know, if they wanted Jordan out so bad, why wouldn't they have helped Bananas? And they're, you know, aligned with Justine and, you know, whatever. Why weren't they helping him? But I noticed in one shot when they showed Bananas board that like Danny and Tori were almost standing like damn near right behind it. So I, I think you're right. Like just at the angle that they were at, they they may have seen a partial portion of the board, but they wouldn't have seen that upper, Mm-mm. you know, left corner where the sun was. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, but super good episode. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, it looks like next week is going to be absolutely insane. Like we said earlier, like it, it looks like half the fucking cast gets like 
you know, sick or medically evac'd. We get the argument that everybody's waiting for the whole season four, which is we're going to see the Tori Danny blow up. We're going to see that blow yeah, up. The clip we're gonna is see the, the Emily Kiki blow up. Like it's it's going to be. Yeah. Fire. Also, I just want to point out it's a heights challenge. I'm going to pre give my MVP for next week's episode to Darrell because <laughs> in the next time on, he does the heights challenge. Nothing. He does. Yeah, he he goes through with it. And I did catch what Tori said. Like, I paused and listened to it twice to make sure I heard it right. She, It's the one where she looks at Danny and she goes, you know, you literally hate me. I wish you never picked me as a partner. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, I want to see what situation they get put into to make this happen. Because it's going yeah. to be interesting. Very interesting. I can't tell if it's during deliberation or if they're just at the table because it looks very empty on either side of them, like from where it's shot. But I don't know. But the house is thinning. I was going to say the the yeah. house is thinning out, so and we're about to, we're about to lose half the cast of fucking medical evac too. So I guess it depends on if deliberation happens before or after that. Yeah, because if they all go at the other side of the ta- the other end of the table, they're the only ones left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you think we're getting an elimination at all next week from what we're seeing? I say no. Medically, yes. I say, yeah. Yeah, I medically say no, yes, but not no like physical an elimination. elimination. No, we, I think we're gonna no. get a bunch of house stuff, and I think we're gonna get a daily. We're gonna get the daily and a bunch of house shit, but we're not. I don't think we're gonna get an elimination. It's gonna be nothing but house shit. I'm telling you right now because everybody's gonna be sick, and they're not they gonna pre- be able to do they the previewed, daily. They previewed the daily for next episode, though. We're going the daily to get the, happened. Yeah, we're going to get the daily next episode. That's going to be the to be continued. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> well, at least we get to see Darrell do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either way, that's a win. But, but yeah, no, I mean, that pretty much wraps it up. Um, you want to do MVPs? Yeah. Tony, why don't you hit us with your MVPs? Sure. Um, my MVPs are Kellyanne, first and foremost, because she made yeah. it happen. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. And she fucking deserves it. And also, yes, and Emily for Beast in the Daily. As far as honorable mentions, I am giving it to Casey and Ben for putting their best interests first for their specific game. And like I said before, it doesn't matter who's next to you in the final if you're not there. But then I do have to say I've got the honorable mention of Casey and Ben, but then a mention for being honorable to Danny for saying on the episode and then on social media about how great game move for Kellyanne and for Ben and for Casey. It shows a different kind of player who's not whining about it because it didn't go their way, but that he's saying like, props to you. You made the best move for your game. And I like seeing players do that because we don't always see it. Nice. Me? Um, Okay. So for my MVP, uh, for my female, I am giving it to Kellyanne. For obvious reasons, she pulled that shit together and it went down so perfectly. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. <sighs> and then uh, for my uh, my MVP for the guy, I'm going to give it to Yes, because I don't feel like Emily beasted shit. But Yes, absolutely <coughs> did. He murdered those numbers. He crunched them. He just uh, he got all up in there and he fucking did it. What the hell fuck yeah, are you yes. talking about? I don't know. <laughs> it's the most aggressively anyone's explained math in a long time. <laughs> fucking it got very, up in that It was number. aggressive how fucking quick he answered those math questions. I am impressed. 
Um, and then my honorable mentions, I'm going to throw it out to also to Ben and Casey for the move that they made and doing what was right for them, you know, and then just a little shout out to Kaz for winning her first elimination. Hell yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Kellyanne. Yes. For MVPs. Honorable mention has to go to fucking Jordan and Kaz. Nice. I mean, for winning the limb against Bananas and Justine, who are no fucking jokes at all. None. They yeah. were one no. of my, like, I thought they were going to the finals. I was sure. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to shout out to fucking Sarah, because guess what? She, we gave her shit. Tori gave her shit about building relationships and how fast her and Emily bonded. And that's what saved they her ass from going. Off. Yeah, that's yeah. what saved her ass from going in. Because you can't tell me with all this talk of we want put big teams in that they wouldn't put in Sarah and Theo down there. Okay, really Especially quick. Especially against Kaz. Yeah. Really quick since we're on this. I just want to talk about this because before we got on the podcast, I saw that clip from Bananas from death taxes and bananas where he talked to Jordan <laughs> and they were talking about what happened in the sand when like, you know, um, when Sarah and Theo and uh, bananas and Justine were like standing down in the sand, like, you know, and they were setting up or whatever. So apparently, and obviously this wasn't in the edit, but apparently TJ like turns to Sarah and he's like, Hey, are you ready? And she goes, yeah, I'm ready to go back up the stairs. And I was like, dude, if she, Jordan says she said that, I was like, oh my God, if she actually said that, that is the most like gangster thing to say in that moment because she had no worries. Like, I can see it happening. I could totally like, I see Sarah see saying that. that. Yeah. So <laughs> I 50 believe, 50% believe it happened. 50% don't. Me too. Like because, I'm like 50 50. Because I could, I, I can also take it as, it was a foregone conclusion that everybody knew, but production was trying yeah. to build it up is what they explained. Exactly. Like production yeah. was like trying to get them all. Everybody hyped. knew that there was no way Sarah and Theo were going to get sent in. <laughs> yeah. But like so, TJ and production are like, Oh, are you ready? Like, are you, so, you know, whatever, like yeah, so dumb. But yeah, I think if, if Sarah actually said that, I, I like her a lot more now. Like I'll just say that. Like <laughs> I think that shit is funny and they should have put that in the edit. <laughs> I think the best part is the fact that we've been told this thing that under normal circumstances, you're like, that's bullshit. But because it's Sarah Lucina, you're like, I legit don't know if she actually said yeah. that or not because I 100% believe it, but I could also just hundred percent believe that Jordan just said it like Jordan and bananas just said it. Because yeah, of what just, Rick said. Yeah, just said that like it was a vibe she gave or something and they just said yeah. that she said it. But I don't know. If she actually said that, that's 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 G. <laughs> I yeah. love it. It really is. Um, yeah, so. But that pretty much wraps it up for tonight, guys. Yeah, we're getting close to the end, though, man. We're, we're closing in. I can feel the heat. We're at this episode seven. We got episode eight next week. And, you know, in theory, through rumor, whatever, there's only going to be 12 episodes. So we're 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 closing in on the end of the season. And uh, it's I, I'm excited. I mean, all right, don't copyright us for that. It's a right. good thing that we're not doing exit interviews, because from the looks of things, if we would have been doing them next week, we'd be doing it for the rest of the week. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. It would just be like when we did the the exit press the finals. Like the end of the show <laughs> yeah the finals yeah i know that was a crazy day fucking yeah uh which, <laughs> um, yeah it, no 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 i've got nothing to add um if i was you, i was just ahead. gonna say keep an eye out because this week either thursday or friday i'm not gonna promise you which day it'll be either thursday or friday 
We are going to be releasing our Unplugged Beyond the Edit episode with Horacio. Mm, Woo. Mm, 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 I'm fucking mm, stoked about that mm, one. That was such a so, fun conversation. Mm. Dude, it was so cool. He is legit like you. I honestly, I will just say this before we get off here, and I'm not going to say too much because I don't want to give too much away, but I went into this thinking that we would probably maybe get like an hour, maybe like hour 15, hour 30 absolute max out of Horacio, but he had so much to say and so much to talk about and so much life that he was willing, uh, like of his life that he was willing to walk us through. It ended up being like two and a half hours. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe even a little yeah. bit more than two and a half hours. Um, I have to start the edit on it this weekend. I'm really, really excited to do that. And he was so cool to talk to such like exactly how you would imagine him being. That's just how he is. So we're really, really excited to release that for you guys. Make sure you keep an eye out for it on Thursday or Friday. Yeah, the 21st <laughs> or the 20th, one of the two. Yeah, 20th, 21st, something like that. Um, keep an down. eye out for it. Also, I mean, look. <coughs> oh, my Sorry. God. Oh, it's 11-11. Somebody's thinking about us. Uh, I'm just going to say this. I am going to put a little information out there about this interview. You do hear a lot about his soccer career. You do yes. hear a lot about his life in general. But you also hear about exactly how him and Olivia met, if you want to know. I haven't heard about it anywhere else. So yeah, um, that's going to be an interesting There's part. a lot of stuff he talked. Like, he yeah. talks about a lot. A lot, a lot. Talks about meeting one of his favorite contestants on the challenge and who that person was not who he thought he was. Woo! Anyways, for myself, Ricky Don't meet Hayes, your heroes. Unless they're us. Well, yeah. no, don't meet us. We're, yeah, we're just low expectations. Never yeah, mind. Well, yeah, look. Aim uh, higher. Yeah. Aim higher. Yeah, dude. Try to meet CT or something. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no, fuck. Yeah, dude. Fucking <laughs> figure it out, bro. Because it ain't us. All right. <laughs> look, your hero's going to be fucking mowing the lawn tomorrow. That's not what heroes do. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> lawn heroes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. I don't know either. Uh, well, that's what happens when you're myopic and you have nothing to really add to a podcast. I'm yeah. just here for the likes. Well, stop being so myopic, okay? First of all, I'm going to take that as disrespect because it's a big word. And I don't know what it means. When I first heard it, I thought you were talking about myopia, like the fucking eye condition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> He's like, how does she know what our eyes look like? Like, yeah. we don't even do video. <laughs> yeah, like we put out like two <laughs> clips. Like, get the fuck out of here. Those are all cartoons, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, oh my god! I'm gonna take it as disrespect. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Does anybody else got anything they want to add to this tonight? No. We'll close it out. I think we're good. Right. Go listen to Corey Wharton. Go listen to Corey Wharton. Look out for Horacio. Yep. And then, uh, as always, we'll be back next week. We might have a special guest. We might not. You never know. It's something new every fucking week here. Yep. Because honestly, we don't remember most things we said last week. So it's new every week here. <laughs> we just go off the edit, off the cuff, no research. Pew, pew. For Rick Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Tony Stats, and then Info Lance. We want to thank you guys all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. And as always, if you enjoy us, you got the time, leave us five stars. If not, it's it's whatever. Just don't do know. anything. Just yeah. just go on about your day. It'll be fine. Or subscribe. You know what I mean? Shout out to Jim. Thank you, Jim. Holler at you next week. Love you. Bye. Later. Bye.
Okay, so really quick before we all get off here, I just yeah. want to point out how funny I think this is. And it just like literally just occurred to me. How funny it is it that we consistently sit on this fucking podcast and 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 talk about like being super fucking stoned and shit. And now we know that we've had a cop listening to us the whole time. <laughs> you can keep this in the podcast. This is like postscript. Call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, so. what up. else have we talked about on this podcast? Hold up, do you guys hear an echo? I hear an echo. <laughs> You think this tapped? <laughs> like, hopefully she didn't listen to the Tory episode where we talked about doing mushrooms. Like, <laughs> look, look, we're in Nevada, okay? We're in a legal state. I promise. Yeah, like we can recreationally do, legal. We can do shit y'all don't even know about. I can go like, well, I can't personally, but a person could go <laughs> gamble a lot of money, get shit faced drunk, smoke a whole bunch of pot, and then go get a prostitute, and that's all legal. Like within like a five mile radius like yeah so america <laughs> baby 